Hello everyone, welcome to Chai With Us podcast. This is episode number 37. I am Erica, the personal developer. Hi, I'm Ivana from Oko Isabel. Yay, and today we get together to talk about our personal relationship with food. That's right. Today I'm drinking a green matcha tea with raspberry. What about you? You are getting very repetitive. And I'm thinking a roast tea. I think we need to be more original than that. We need to to branch out. Yes, we need to branch out. We need to buy new sets of tea or whatever. Well, once tea companies start to pay us to advertise for them, I will. Well, you're right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because I'm all, all the time I'm talking about the uh, yogi tea here and I'm not getting any. Like, no money for me. Seriously. <laughs> but yeah, the drinking roast tea and it's, it's delicious. I, 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 I don't care. I don't get any money. Um, listen, so this episode is, a, I think it's going to be very interesting because we do have very different perspectives on food. First of mm-hmm. all, I love that you have an Ayurvedic background, that you know everything mm-hmm. about Ayurveda, and it's so freaking cool. Uh, and then there's this fact that mm, you, you have to eat certain foods because otherwise mm-hmm. your body will not respond well. And mm-hmm. I am uh, a type of person that annoys everybody, which is the person that can eat anything and yeah. get away with it okay don't don't get sick i don't get sick and you know i'm pretty healthy mm. god knows why uh so i think it's going to be an interesting conversation because maybe yes. for the first time we have different views on food on something mm-hmm. with food mm-hmm. so yeah i agree how would you sum up your relationship with food well first i'd like to say that my relationship with food has changed immensely before i would not respect what i was eating i would just eat whatever and i didn't care until i realized that there's a direct correlation between what i eat and how i feel mm-hmm. so now i can't just have cake for breakfast or or cake for dinner and then cake for breakfast yes i used to eat horribly whoa I eat uh horribly like i because i was working a lot i would eat a lot of those frozen meals like you know those tv dinners that you just pop in the microwave and microwave it like i lived off of those and it never occurred to me that maybe the reason i don't feel so good is because of the food that i'm eating but i would eat a lot of frozen food a lot of processed food Mm. a lot of candy um just food that is that is what in Ayurveda they call dead food like there's no life in it it's not mm, uh, there's no prana food. in it I'm gonna write it down I like dead food yeah yes and since when I started on this journey of, of going to India and learning more about Ayurveda and learning more about food I started to realize that there's a direct relationship between like I keep saying of how what I eat is how I feel mm. and uh, not just that how you eat how do you eat your food I used to, um, you know, I would like walk around while I was eating. I wouldn't sit in a place. I was watching TV while I ate my food. It wasn't in silence. And now, like what I love that I learned at Pulchati is to sit outside in nature and maybe say a prayer before you start eating and to be thankful for all the people that helped bring all this food into your life, like the farmer, the merchant, um, you know, all the people that helped process your food just so that you could have it. 
Hmm. That's so good because this this is that's one thing I don't do that I could what, add. Thank you. Just say thank you for my food. Yes. You know, um, and maybe that's one thing that I could add to my to my habits because I think it's it's beautiful and it takes you to the present moment that you're actually eating because mm-hmm. I think that nowadays. Um, we eat while we, we are watching TV, while we are yeah. at our computers. We don't even mm-hmm. savor the food anymore. I'm sorry. I'm mm-hmm. just generally speaking, you know. No, it's true. Um, and I do find myself doing these things. Like, I, I totally mm-hmm. do them. And, and it's so interesting because when I do my silent days, like, the best part of the, the day probably In is the food. when I eat. And the yes. food is delicious. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the yes, food is yes. delicious because I'm paying attention to what I'm eating. I am not distracted. Mm-hmm. And I do savor the food. And I'm, I'm someone who actually savors the food a lot. People tell me, you're like, mm-hmm. you really enjoy eating. I do enjoy eating. But mm-hmm. even I find myself sometimes just eating just because. And doesn't know? it taste so nice when you're eating in silence? Because you can completely, all your focus is on the food. It's not on the conversation. Amazing. Best food in the world. Just cook. Just cook on a silent day or eat on a silent day. And, uh, and it's delicious. And it, mm-hmm. it's different because you are focused only on that. You know, you mm-hmm. don't, you're not, it's, you taste and everything and the smell and it's good. It's a, such a pleasant experience that we could have pretty much every day, mm-hmm. um, but we decide to do other stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. And it's also like how you cook with food. Like before I never cooked my meals, I would always just get ready-made meals, frozen food. And mm-hmm. now when I cook, I like to chant different mantras while I'm cooking or I like to play mantra music and it puts you into a totally different perspective. And then when you're done cooking, the food tastes so much better. Yeah. So think true. about like, where is your food coming from? Who are you buying your food from? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I like the fact that you said just like cooking pretty much with intention, right? Uh, yeah. And when you go to a restaurant and and there is no love in the food, you know, you can tell the food is not going to taste as good as if it were, was cooked with love. So yes. putting love while you are doing, I mean, it's great. I, I, I love cooking. I love cooking. I, I don't like cooking for myself. Well, sometimes I do it. Yeah. So yeah. before yesterday, I made this salmon just for myself and just, mm, and I like it, but I like cooking and it's, and it's such an enjoyable, it can be an enjoyable experience instead yeah. of like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's how I used to cook too. <laughs> but that's exactly what Throw I mean. Throw things in I, there, whatever. So my aunt, uh, I love to tell this story because my aunt always makes fun of me. So she made this coffee and it was made horribly. Like she didn't care. Like she just threw the water on the stove. Then she like put the you know, put the coffee on there. She threw the water into the coffee and then she poured it. And then it was so like, I don't give a shit kind of made coffee. And I told her, I was like, you made that coffee without any love. And she started laughing. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to drink that is what I said to her. <laughs> and so now when she makes coffee, she always says that I made this coffee with love for you. Oh, that's very sweet. 
I love that story because she like was laughing so hard, but I told her, I was like, there's no way I'm willing to drink what you just made because it was made so like haphazardlessly and just, you just went through the actions and through the emotions, but you didn't think about what you were doing. And so we, we love laughing about that story because it's funny, but mm-hmm. it's so true to watch someone prepare food. Like you just described, like very, like just without intention. Yes. It's, it's so true. Um, well, we always talk also about like when we're sick and our mom makes our makes us soup and the soup tastes really good and it's because it's done with care and love. And mm-hmm. if you know that that's why like her intention was to make us feel better and that's why we enjoy this soup. Whereas opposed to when you eat soup on any other days, it's just soup. There's nothing to it. <laughs> exactly. This is making me think that, you know, that our relationship with the food is not only the food right Mm -hmm. there are a lot of things you know there's so much love that can be in the food and it's it's not only a nutrient uh, it's not only nutrients it's just like there's so much more it's something that it's Mm -hmm. pleasurable it's something that stimulates our senses um and it's so cool that we're having this conversation because um i think we are so lucky to have abundance of food that uh we kind of forget that we are freaking lucky to be able to exactly. experience, you know, the amount of food that we eat, the different mm-hmm. food that we have from different cultures. We just mm-hmm. take it for granted, you know. It's, and it's so crazy that right now, for example, at least here in Spain, you go to a supermarket and you actually have like already made foods that are healthy. And before we didn't have to use, we didn't used to have these, right? And right now you can just, put something on the microwave and it's it's actually healthy or mm-hmm. healthier than eating you know i don't know i think lasagna. you hit the nail on the head you said you said it correctly like we have so many options to taste different cultural food yes and like a lot of us i don't want to speak for everyone are not even grateful for that but if you're in a country like somewhere else you don't have that opportunity and you maybe eat the same food all the time exactly so I think it's, it's, if you have that opportunity, why not go out and explore and taste different food from different countries and see what you like? Because maybe you like another culture's food you didn't even realize that you loved until you tried it. Yeah, and just, you know, be grateful for what we have. I love that you mentioned the prayer and it's something that uh, I'd love to start doing. And just be grateful for what you have, like meat. If you are not a vegetarian if you or vegan, if you eat meat, know that you are so freaking lucky to have meat some people live in countries where mm-hmm. you know meat is uh, for rich people for example and we have abundance of yes. everything like here in spain i eat i eat avocados every day you know how much an avocado costs in portugal <laughs> like, yes it's expensive in the u.s too you see you see so i should be grateful for the freaking advocate advocate mm-hmm. avocados yeah for the freaking avocado. Avocado. <laughs> avocado. Um, so, so, yeah. Tomato, be... tomato. <laughs> Today, we are going to talk about pronunciation in England. <laughs> in <laughs> the States. <laughs> ah. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, it's so. important to just maybe start out with the prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, like with the prayer, and when you start with the prayer, go all the way to the beginning. Where did the food come from? Not just you bought it at the market. 
but to the farmer that made it, to, to the people that help establish the seeds to grow the food. Because like, have you ever been to a rice farm? It's amazing how long it takes them to collect all the rice and, and all everything, all the detail that goes into making it that we don't even realize. We just stick it in our microwave and you have one minute rice. And it took so much to get that to your house. You know, I think that as a modern society, we have a problem in general. Mm -hmm. We don't know where our food is coming from. Exactly. We have no idea. Some people don't know where the potato comes from. So, like, mm -hmm. seriously, and that's a problem. I, and I think that that's really a problem. Now that I think about it, like, it's, it's a freaking problem. What are you putting in your body? Where is this coming from? Who did it? Mm -hmm. like, right? Because some people are working very hard to give you food. Mm -hmm. and and yeah start with the prayer i and like it what kind of food are you eating is a genetically modified food because that starts to affect your body as well when you're constantly eating genetically modified food yeah um i'd like to talk a little bit about diets okay <laughs> because okay you go ahead you talk about that um i don't know i tried a few things but like not I just wanted to see, I went into this um, discovery journey where I was trying to see what works best for me, right? Mm -hmm. I was like, let me see. You know, I wanted to feel strong, energized, and, and I tried a few things. And I mentioned the other day I tried keto and I actually yes. felt very good, like strong and everything. But then it was very hard for me, at least. I know a lot of people do it and a lot of people are extreme i didn't go to the extreme okay i, I ate a lot mm -hmm. of veggies and everything um but there are a lot of diets going around right and mm -hmm. all the diets are like claiming this is the best diet this is the da 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 and lucky enough i do have a body that can cope with a lot of different foods so i was able to try different things see if it works see if i feel a little bit more tired and everything um, and, and it's crazy that you have all these diets telling you, us, the public, that this is the, the big deal and mm -hmm. this is it. This is the diet you should be following. Okay. Only on mm -hmm. ketos ketosis. That's it. You should be on ketosis. You shouldn't eat any meat. You should eat a lot of meat. You should. And, mm -hmm. and like right now I got to a point where I like to say that I eat with my intuition and yeah, then i buy yeah. food with my intuition i do eat in school right now because we have a very tight schedule and they give us food but when i'm not mm -hmm. in school i go to the supermarket and i buy what i think my body needs right if my body mm -hmm. is obsessed with broccoli i know this is me my personal experience that i need freaking broccoli i need to buy yeah. uh you know broccoli um, and I do like this uh, idea of eating with your intuition because, I mean, your body knows best, right? Mm -hmm. If you need I something, agree. your body will tell you that you need something. If you are thirsty, mm -hmm. that means that it's been a while since you drank, since you had some water. And I think it's the same with food. But I also recognize that I am very in touch with my body. Mm -hmm. So, what's your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts? 
I love what you said to to intuitively eat. I'm trying to do the same thing. And I there's this method that I learned from Donna Eden. And what she is, says is to stand and hold the food item. So let's say it's bacon. Hold it at your stomach and completely relax and take a few deep breaths. Inhale and exhale and relax and let yourself either be pulled forward or backwards. If the food is good for you, you'll be pulled forwards. If the food is bad for you, you'll be pulled backwards. And if it's neutral, then nothing will happen. And I tried this with many different items. We can try it with food, with pills. And you can even try it with someone holding it at your back so you don't know what it is. And intuitively, you'll be pulled. And it's so scary the first time you're pulled backwards because you feel like you're going to fall. But then you realize that the food is not good for you. You're and like, who pushed me? It. Who pushed me? What happened? Exactly. It, it really is scary. You should try it. Try it and let me know. I tried how you it. Feel. I tried it. Sometimes I go, I go shopping and I try it. You know, I try yeah. to focus and everything. I love it. I love it. I did too. And it's it depends scary on the when day. It's pulled backwards, isn't it? It is. It is. And it depends on the day. Sometimes something that will not be good for you one day, it's not, maybe next week you try it uh -huh. again and that's okay. I tried it a few times and, and I really, I really yeah. like it. It's cool. Yeah. I do too. I love it. And you can also try it with vitamins and how many vitamins you take. You can try it with one pill, then two pills, three pills, and it'll tell you what is too much by, by being pulled backwards. <laughs> but I love what you said about eating intuitively. I think once you start to listen to your body, once you eat a food and you start to listen to your body and see how you felt, that is eating intuitively. And then you know if it's good for you or not. But mm. we've, we've shut that voice out of our head and we don't like to listen to it. Yes. That, that is what has happened to us. So mm. when you eat something, like maybe I used to love carbonated drinks like a Coke. But carbonation is bad for me because it gives me gas. And, and if I'm a vata, then I shouldn't have any carbonation because it's all gassy and I already have a lot of gas. So I learned that in Ayurveda that I should avoid eating carbonated, drinking carbonated drinks, which before it never occurred to me that maybe that's what's giving me so much gas. Mm -hmm. Can you please translate what does I'm a vata mean so oh, people can know okay, yeah. a little bit? Yeah, so in Ayurveda, very briefly, there's three different types. There's a kapha, pitta, and a vata. And a lot of people are a combination of something. So I am a vata pitta, which is a combination of air and fire. And so once you classify yourself, then you can find out what food is good for you depending on your type. So a vata person, because they're mostly made up out of gases, should avoid food that, that gives you gas. Mm. So, you know, carbonated drinks. Uh, cabbage, bro broccoli, anything that's carciferous will give you gas. So you have to avoid that. If you're a pita person that you're mainly fire, that means that you have to avoid spicy food because if you already have a lot of fire inside of you and then you eat spicy food, you're just going to aggravate the fire. Mm -hmm. And a kapha person, which is mostly earth, needs to avoid eating food that is heavy because they already feel heavy. So a kapha person can, can enjoy light foods like salads, um, they can have all the chips they want. We're supposed to, but the person cannot have any chips. Mm -hmm. so it's very different. This is just very basic information about Ayurveda. I did a whole podcast on Ayurveda. You can find on the internet. If you just search my name and Ayurveda and it'll come up yeah. uh, where I talk about the specifics. And it's very interesting. And, and you explain things more deeply. So people should yes, definitely watch it. We're going to link it so people mm -hmm. can just click on it and see, because if you are interested in Ayurveda, that's a great start. I love it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. hmm. 
And you can just go to buyingbotanicals.com and they have a quiz and it'll tell you which type you are based on the questions that they ask you. And then you'll know and you can look up what food is good for you and try it out and see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great idea. So the other day I had a conversation with someone and we were speaking, we were talking about like, uh, you should be able to eat everything. Mm -hmm. Some people say you should eat everything. And I hate that idea because you should not eat everything. You should eat what is good for your body. And exactly. what some people do not understand is that you can, yes, you can eat everything and you have a big tooth or good teeth. I don't know what people talk about. Good tooth. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, that's me. Hello, I'm Eric. No, I love it. It was cute. That's how my brain works every time. Um, and, uh, you don't have to like and eat everything. Sometimes when you don't like something is because that thing is not good for your body. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, exactly. not ever. Oh my God, I got so excited. Drop the lights. <laughs> um, right? Just, you can try new things, but sometimes you actually don't like it and sometimes it's actually not that good for your body. And, and that's so, it. What advice do you have for people of how to listen? How do you, how did you start listening to what was good for you? How do you listen to that voice? Or how do you recognize that that's what the voice that's telling you? I think it's, it was a little bit of a consequence of trying different things and see how mm -hmm. my body reacts. Okay. Really. So I tried different things and I see how, how I feel when I try different things. I mm -hmm. really learned how to, you know, make connections. Mm -hmm. uh, Really pay attention to what you're eating and how you feel after, right? Exactly. Just think mm -hmm. about it. I know that um, it, this is very strange, but if I, if I eat protein in the evening, um, I can then wake up in the morning and I'm not hungry at all. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I can fast until, you know, sometimes lunch or something. Okay. It's something that works for me. It's something that I notice, mm -hmm. you know, doing different things and then noticing what, you know, I rather eat something that maybe you would say in the evening, eat something light. If that's what works mm -hmm. for you, that's great. But what works mm -hmm. for me is to eat something and then wake up with energy and don't stuff, you know, yes. my mouth in the morning and then mm -hmm. be tired. And, you know, yeah. I'd rather have a great lunch. That's me. But that came out of observation and trying new things mm -hmm. and really listening to my body. Like, what did I eat? Do I feel more energized? I really did a, a deep work on that. Um, yeah. And I like how I said about do you feel energized. Yes. Because it's very important. If you secret. eat the food and it makes you want to go to sleep, that means that you have a food allergy to what you just ate. It should, yes. Food should not make you want to sleep. Yes. For me, that's the secret. And if I feel mm -hmm. energized, I feel good. I feel energized. That's good food for me. If I feel exactly. I'm, I will have a burger, no problem. But I do know that it's not going to, um, I'm, I will not, you know, I'm not going to do yoga after. <laughs> right. And I also love what you mentioned about fasting. I think we've forgotten how important fasting is because yeah. we come from, from, the, from humans that you know, used to be hunters and gatherers. And so sometimes they weren't able to hunt all the food that they needed to eat. And so then they had to fast. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And so we're not meant to be like to constantly eat, 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 and eat. Like our body needs to fast. So if, if you can start slowly, maybe, maybe do a fast once a month or once a week and see how you feel. Because mm-hmm. when you fast, you all of a sudden start to get all this energy. Do you feel that way? That like you have so much more energy after you fasted? You know what? I, I've never done like big fasting huge fasting like uh, um, a day some people do a week or something like that i heard some stuff but uh i do like to to fast in the morning because there is no need like i mean Uh there is no need there is pleasure in food but sometimes we just get too caught up in the pleasure right Uh food is is fuel to our body that's what that's what food is right so yes. I am not going, if, if I'm good, if I have enough gas, I am not going to keep putting, you know, like, what's the point? Yes. So yes. in the morning, if I'm okay, if I can function, I am not going, because I used to think that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what I used to do? I used to have a huge breakfast and then I, two hours after I would be hungry uh-huh. again. Like uh-huh. my body would, in, it, it doesn't work for me, you know? Uh-huh. And so if it's the same, if I eat breakfast and I don't eat breakfast, well, then I don't eat breakfast and I'm not going to put, you know, more yeah. fuel in my body if I don't need, if I don't have to. Uh-huh. Um, and fasting is for me, it's just, you know, we just need to eat like the proper food, the good food. Uh-huh. And then mm-hmm. if you don't need more food, you know what? Just don't eat it. It's not necessary. That's how I see it. I love what you said about we started eating for pleasure. And that is so true. As restaurants started opening up, they started ma- combining all these food that maybe don't go well together. Mm. In Ayurveda, for example, it says that you never combine milk with a banana. I know people always get upset over that because they love their smoothies, but because the two have different tastes that are Mm -hmm. opposing. And when you do that, it's going to start accumulate toxins in your body and eventually lead to different types of diseases. Mm -hmm. So uh, I agree with you. Like we, we got away from like eating nutritious food and eating for pleasure and how it looked instead of eating food that is actually good for us. Yeah. And about fasting, I know some people who, who were fasting and they thought it was liberating. You know, mm-hmm. I find my liberation more in silence than fast than fasting. <laughs> but I think that yeah. no, really, I think that they're similar. I think mm-hmm. because you yeah. get that vibe of you know what I am getting in control. I am not uh, consuming more than I need. You know, mm-hmm. I think they go a little bit together, and the feel that you get is a little bit similar. Uh, someone told me and that some, the other day. It's not my idea. And someone sometimes I feel mm. like we eat out of boredom. Like when we're bored, we just eat. Mm. Yes. Another thing. Before you eat, have some water. <laughs> yes, I agree. That's one thing. For me, it was mind-blowing, you know? Mm-hmm. Because I didn't know that. I didn't know that sometimes you're not hungry. You're just thirsty. I had yes. no idea, and it's true. If you sometimes I'm just thirsty, and I think that I need to eat the entire world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that you mentioned that because it's so true. A lot of times we're actually thirsty and not actually hungry. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, how how would you consider your relationship with food? Do you think you have a healthy relationship with food? Now I think I do. Now I know that I need to eat food that is alive, which means eating mostly vegetables and fruits. 
mm-hmm. and, and also watching the way that it's prepared and cooking it instead of cooking it with like bad oils, cooking it with ghee, which is uh, clarified butter, uh, because that is really good for your brain. And mm-hmm. um, I think I have an excellent relationship with food. Now I enjoy my food. I love eating. I love, I love doing my prayer before the food. I love eating the food. I love being thankful for it. Um, I love all the people that helped make the food, and I actually enjoy it. And I eat it to taste. To, to get the taste out of it, not just before, like I said, I would like walk around, like I would sometimes if my boss wanted to talk to me, I would go and I would eat my salad standing up while he was talking and I would just eat my salad. Oh my God. So, I mean, I, I had horrible, horrible, horrible food practices, like eating on the go or like if I was running late to a deposition, I would like get a coffee and a sandwich and I would eat it in the car while I was driving. But that is so normal, like, or eating it at your desk while you're working. That is mm-hmm. so normal in the U.S. Like, to, yeah. to, not, to not set aside a specific time of the day to have your meal in peace. Yeah, and, and around the world. And just besides of not being healthy, you know, in regards to uh, your body, it's not healthy also for your mind. Like, exactly. when you eat food, it's just uh, when you sit down and eat, it's a time for you to disconnect, you know. Uh, and it's a, a very good mindfulness exercise to simply eat mm-hmm. and savor the food. And we lost yes. a little bit of it, not only in the States, I think that around the world, mm-hmm. we lost this uh, feeling things and, stop to savor it. Hmm. And where are you eating? Because sometimes in restaurants, it can be very loud and noisy while you're trying to eat your food. It's so important to have a nice ambiance when you're eating. And I love the pulchati when we got to eat outside, outdoors, and everyone ate in silence. And you could just hear the spoons hitting hitting the, the plates. And I love that because it was so nice. Do you remember that? Yes. And I remember the view, you know, everyone's yes. silent. The view is great. I mean, ah. <laughs> I want to go to India when I can. <laughs> um, but yeah. you can create that atmosphere in your home. You can play nice mantra music in the background. You can light a candle. You can uh, sit down and have like a nice glass of wine maybe mm-hmm. and just enjoy your food in silence. And I'm not talking about like, don't think that like, oh, I'm only silent when I'm eating. Talk with your partner, have a conversation. But then once you start eating, you know, like don't talk while you're eating. And then when you're finished, you can carry on with the conversation. I like that. I like that. I always thought it was weird of people to say, like, don't speak when you're eating. Uh, mm-hmm. And I thought it was, um, I don't know, I, I didn't grasp the, you know, the meaning of it. Like, mm-hmm. why? Why are we silent? Like, do you want me to shut up? Or, and it's completely mm-hmm. different. It's just the fact that you can enjoy uh, the flavor and enjoy the meal, right? Mm-hmm. Way better. And I do like to speak over food really but the thing is it's also sometimes it's also cultural right because yes. the, what you just pictured he, uh, there it's very healthy but for example here in spain we have tapas right yes. and we share our food so there is a lot mm-hmm. of noise a lot of conversation different dishes all over the place and it's like the healthiest thing in the world and you even though you are speaking it's such like mm-hmm. a bonding moment moment when mm-hmm. you are when you're eating right because mm-hmm. you are savoring uh, savoring it and you are commenting on it and you're like this mm-hmm. one is good and this one as well it's just like mm-hmm. a complete uh, different thing right 
Um, yes. And just, I think that just find the way that works best for you, just for you to actually enjoy food. And I think that a lot of people have, I think, no, I know that a lot of people have very unhealthy relationship with food. Um, mm -hmm. And for those people, like food is not something that is pleasant. And, mm -hmm. um, and I like this idea of try, trying to create just a good environment and see food in mm -hmm. a different way. Uh, maybe it would help um, people who yeah. don't have like this healthy uh, relationship with food, right? Because mm -hmm. it's a severe problem. Some people do have a severe problem with, uh, with right. food. And sometimes I'm like, it's so crazy. I cannot even imagine because I love mm -hmm. food so much. Mm -hmm. but for some people food is just uh, not a problem isn't it crazy yeah, yeah that food is, is actually a problem bad. yeah mm -hmm. um but yeah i don't know if i said it already but i do consider no i didn't i consider that my relationship with food is very healthy yeah. uh try to eat intuitively uh mm -hmm. but i'm not too hard on myself you know if I eat badly for one week, then I will eat good, good stuff mm -hmm. for a month. Um, I don't think we should take yeah. this thing that, unless you, you have a disease and you have to follow uh, yeah. some strict rules over your food, mm -hmm. food shouldn't be uh, something for us to worry about or struggle. We have abundance of food nowadays, exactly. really. And just try to see what works best for you and just keep it. And mm -hmm. if you have to change, then change. Um, and, uh, and, and that's it. And I wish that food was not a problem for yeah. a lot of people like we see nowadays with pressure mm -hmm. and social media and diets yes. and all of that. I mean, we live in a diet culture, which is very unfortunate. It is very unfortunate. Like, I don't know of one thing that works for everybody right like and why would a diet work for everybody we all have different bodies uh, and like i really yeah. seriously i hope that um people understand that they should if you have problems with food i mean go to a nutritionist you know speak exactly. sit down and talk to someone right mm -hmm. and and that's it because otherwise this is just we cannot we cannot go along with all this uh, crazy culture and a lot of times food can give you allergies too and so it's important mm. for you to figure out which food is causing you allergies and which food you need to maybe take out yeah. for the longest time i didn't know that i was lactose intolerant and i actually found out when i came to spain did you know that i, really? I had just traveled from france and i came to spain and i was trying to buy sour cream and I could not find sour cream anywhere in Spain where I was staying. I was staying in Valencia and I wanted to make a, a dish with sour cream. And I was trying to explain to him what the sour cream was and he didn't have any in the store. And that's when I realized that I was lactose intolerant was because I didn't add sour cream to the meal I was eating. Uh, yeah. Man. Yeah. So for years I was lactose intolerant. I didn't even know it. And in the U.S. we put milk in everything. It's it's almost in all the processed food that we have. So it's very difficult to find something that does not contain milk if it's mm -hmm. processed. And yeah, once I was able to like just take remove milk out of my diet, mm -hmm. I felt so much better, and a lot of my allergies went away. Hmm. I'm not intolerant, but I never liked milk. I never enjoyed it. 
And I remember drinking mm -hmm. milk before going to school and feeling sick. Yeah, exactly. So really, I just took it off and I do eat cheese and stuff, but I don't drink milk and I, mm -hmm. I just limit myself over there because I know that it doesn't work for me. Seriously. Yeah. Um, wow. That's very interesting that you have to. That's the universe. You need, you, the universe is always working. The universe is like, exactly. you need to have sour You need to understand that you are intolerant. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, so that brings us back to trusting the universe. Yes. Trust the universe and your mm -hmm. intuition. We always say the same thing. This is always very interesting, but we end up saying the same things over and over. Because they're true for so many things that we talk about. Yeah, and they are, I think they are like the base of everything. Exactly. You know, the foundations of everything, at least for mm -hmm. us. That's, it doesn't, if you're listening to yeah. this and you cannot relate, well, that's okay. That's just, mm -hmm. that's just another way of thinking. Um, yeah. I, I think I'm done with food. I'm hungry now. Me too. <laughs> I think it's time to wrap up. We'd love to hear from you so you guys Tell us, like, how is your relationship with food? Can you eat everything? Is there something that bothers you? Like, what food don't you like? So let us know. Mm -hmm. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And thank you for watching, uh, watching us, not you, watching us. And we really appreciate <laughs> you. Thank you. Yes, we do. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.